Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Grab your torch and dip it into this podcast. No Buffs is back, baby. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, along with my fellow tribe members. We got Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. And of course, No Dunk Super Producer, J.D. Hello. There he is, and here we are. We're here to recap episode one of Survivor 42, <laughs> uh, last night's two-hour season premiere, <laughs> titled Feels Like a Roller Coaster. That's what it feels like right now, trying to get this stream going, eh, JD? Oh, oh sorry yeah. about the hiccups there. Uh, before we get started, though, just like out on the island, on this pod, fire represents life. <laughs> so let's live a little, I say, and light our very own St. Jeff Probst candle. All right, TK, you have the honors. Sexy St. Jeff. Yes, that's exactly right. Blessings upon blessings here for another great season of Survivor and No Buffs. And uh, while Trey lights this candle, and we hopefully don't set off any fire alarms, uh, beautiful. Oh, <laughs> burnt my candle! I don't know what's happening here. There's a blue <laughs> coming out of Jeff's head. Uh, take a second to uh, like the video, subscribe to No Buffs. We've got our own separate uh, you know, podcast feed and YouTube feed, and we'll be tackling this season uh, episode by episode, as we always do. Now, I know what everybody's thinking here. Yes, you can clean this candle. Okay, if you good. Need to. Good. No, they're saying, where's Jason Concepcion? Oh, yeah. Where's JC? Well, let's just say that wasn't fake blood on the island last <laughs> night. Uh, no, he's a busy man, unfortunately. Uh, he couldn't commit to doing every episode of No Buffs. Fair enough. He was very honest with us. Um, so hopefully we'll have him on a few times throughout the, uh, the season here to get his take. Yeah, I think we will at some point, but he seems to have a lot busier early mornings and afternoons out there on the West Coast uh, during season 42 of Survivor. That's right. And then, I mean, I saw people disappointed when they when we weren't saying he wasn't going to be back, but then I also saw people saying, that just means more JD talking. Uh, oh, Ooh, yeah, right. the people love the JD thoughts. <laughs> oh, well, be careful what you wish for, I oh. guess, because <laughs> I don't know. One of these days, I'm going to say something that makes everybody angry, and I'm looking forward to that day. <laughs> well, we're going to tackle um, this season of Survivor a little differently on No Buffs. Last year, you know, we didn't really know what we were doing, so we just went like scene by scene, and I just droned and droned on and droned on. <laughs> but uh, let, let's let's leave that to the to the Tysons of the world, who does a great job on his podcast, going by it. <laughs> let's just jump right into the big questions. Uh, with this, and the first one is, I just want to hear your your impression overall from the the season premiere, and I guess the cast. Trey, get us started. What do you think? It's great to be back. It is honestly that was my favorite thing. Was like we finished up uh, recording our basketball podcast yesterday morning. I did a podcast with Michelle Beadle, 
And then I just got the pit in my stomach, like game seven of the NBA finals. It's coming up, but it was <laughs> just the premiere episode yep. of Survivor 42. Seems like we've got another great cast. I agree. Um, I, agree. I, I saw people in the stream team talking earlier, like, how does this compare to the first episode of the last season? I don't even remember. Feels like forever ago, <laughs> but I left coming away as like, yeah, there's multiple people I would be happy to see win. There seem to be multiple people who could be villains. There seem to be multiple people who will be narrating the action. A lot of good jokes out there. To me, it seems like we are 100% past the just casting hot bodies portion of Survivor out there. Like, Some people say this is the ugliest cast ever. <laughs> what? Hey, hey, there's still some cuties, but I don't think there's anybody out there where you're like, we're putting this person on specifically just for eye candy. I don't know if that's yeah. always been the case, but yeah. it feels like it's going to be a fun and competitive season. And it kind of feels like we're going to get the exact same season as season 41. Very mm. similar beats in this one I thought well yeah I mean even to the point JD like props right away breaking the fourth wall telling us hey we filmed this one right after yeah. Survivor 41 <laughs> just so you know but they don't know about the twist that you know about right. uh, they are setting us up just like hey we were doing this in COVID times here and uh, and again it's like you're going to see a lot of the same uh, twists and advantages and stuff like that there are some wrinkles and I know we'll start breaking them down and we don't even know what will come like will we have the shillelagh of time that's the real question. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what like Propes was setting us up here, good or bad, I guess. Yeah, he was. Expecting. I mean, like we we sickos know the drill. We know that they're filmed back to back, and yeah. uh, and that's okay. And it, it, I agree with Trey. It does feel the same, but different. And I think. You know, I you could tell they're taking notes while they're doing that last season, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, they they've definitely already made some tweaks. Uh, you know, they did when they were given the choice to do the triangle or the hauling of the water. Oh, suddenly it's only one person yeah. that can do that. Yeah, yeah. And I I'm cynical and I'm always thinking about the crew. So I'm th- thinking like uh, the crew just didn't want to be haul like sitting there for four hours in the hot sun, you know, <laughs> watching. You know, a guy go back and forth doing <laughs> it. Guy. But I also think that they wanted to steer them towards the triangle, which I found more interesting, to be honest. I couldn't believe how into I was watching people figure out how many triangles were within one giant triangle. Totally. Yeah. How was that riveting? <laughs> it, it was. I, hearing the way they explained it, I think a huge part of it was when uh, the big jacked guy, Jonathan, came in and was like, instantly like, 11. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, setting the baseline, I thought, was really funny. And I thought, actually, a good point uh, from Rob Sesternino on his podcast, similar to JD saying he doesn't think the crew wants to be out there filming for four hours straight, just one guy walking back and forth. The producers also probably wanted to make them use the triangle puzzle because you could find the answer on Twitter. Right. But they hadn't seen season 41 yet, so this is the last (laughs) chance you get. Because as soon as they put it up, I was like, oh, 51. It's 51 triangles, because that's the answer. People have already figured out. Having months at a time to do it, this is the last chance they would ever get to use that specific triangle puzzle, so they had to steer them in that direction. Smart move. So smart, you think, too, like JD said. Take away one person doing the water thing if you were going to go with sweat over savvy. And also... I don't remember this being an option last year on Survivor 41. Hey, you get two guesses. Yeah. True. Because they were like, uh, you know. Made we, it more enticing, definitely. Exactly. Like, well, okay, yeah. if we can just, you know, really take our time with it. And then even if we're off, you know, well, hopefully we'll just be one off because we'll get a second chance, which basically came into play there with the answer being 
51, <laughs> right? Yeah, they went, one overall. group went 50 and 51, yeah. and one was 51, 52. Yeah, yeah. okay. But, um, yeah, it's going to be it, – look, it's going to be similar, If it sure feels yeah. like, with, with uh, the the big sort of twists and turns with maybe little, little uh, changes. Though, it's funny because you're saying, J.D., they already filmed it, so it's not like they can see how we react to it as the audience. They have to, right. like – in the moment, I'm talking about they as the editors and producers, be like, okay, could we make this better or steer them to this over this or oh, or know. maybe even in their gut, like, uh, that may not play well right. in Survivor 41 and then so we'll change it for 42. They've been doing this for 42 seasons yeah. and we know as we've, we do a show and we know that we're our our worst critics, right? right? And we give ourselves notes all the time. So uh, they know what they're doing. And I they I think they instantly know what works and what doesn't work. And uh, it already feels like an improvement to me. It, it felt slicker. It felt, you know, uh, it just felt more cohesive in that they had a clearer idea of where they wanted to go, even though they didn't get our, our reaction. Yeah, and uh, you know we say it all the time the fans don't know what they want we tell them what they want <laughs> and, and then like uh, another thing uh, I don't know if this is jumping ahead or I guess no. we're not jumping anywhere but the amulet idol is fucking cool like I okay. think that's awesome new thing uh, I love that it gets more powerful as you go. I don't quite understand how it works, how, if they have to all play it together or if you just, you know, eliminate people and then the the, the other amulet is is willed to you. I, I don't get how that works, right. but I love that they either have to work together or they have to eviscerate each other in order to for it to be more powerful. It's just a cool twist. Uh, and it was something that, Last season, I felt like we were confused a lot about, okay, what does this do? And there's too many advantages and what's happening. Maybe we just have, we're acclimatized to it now and it's, it's a little better or I don't know. I just, I just felt like I was in more confident hands watching this season premiere. Yeah. So this is what we know from this advantage amulet, which is a key. <laughs> Remember, I wanted to call this season Unlock Your Mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, hi. Dre and Lindsay, uh, within this first challenge, they're the, they're at this little stop, and they'll make the decision here collectively to do this. But <laughs> the blood mud stop. <laughs> if they're <laughs> if they all end up on the same tribe, here's how I understand it. Okay, if they all end up on the same tribe after a swap or a merge or stuff like that, and they all play their amulets, that would give them collectively, not each, collectively as a group, one extra vote. So okay. from ten votes in the group to eleven. <laughs> exactly right. If there are only two of them left, let's say, and they both play their key, their amulet, because one has been voted out, or left, I guess, uh, that would give the duo one steal vote. Ten votes to nine <laughs> in a group. Now, if it's only one person, and this is what you were alluding to, JD, that you love about it, if it just gets down to one because the other two get voted out or whatever happens, that remaining key, that remaining amulet is a full immunity idol. So... There is no way the three of them are going to probably all be there and then all collectively play this for one extra vote. There's yeah, no way. This seems unlikely. Which means I'm going to try and get each other out, hopefully. Right. Unless they can get sneaky at challenges. Like, can High give Dre his? Oh, is there You know, any? can they get <laughs> sneaky with it? Like, hey, or I'm really in trouble. I need that. I don't know. We don't know. Is it know. transferable? That's Is a great question. Yeah, not sure. Not sure. But yeah. anyway. Uh, so I think as viewers, what we want to happen is one of these three gets voted out at some point. 
between the merge. Okay. Okay. Um, because it feels unlikely that they're going to be able to like all three of them stick around and be confident enough in this connection that they get back together for just getting one extra vote. Yeah. But getting convincing one extra person, hey, if we do this together, we can steal a vote. That seems doable. And you also only would have to vote out then one person yeah. to turn yours into an idol. So that will be kind of what I'm hoping for with regards to this amulet. I'm with you, JD. I like it too uh, because it kind of forces a decision. For these three, like, are we going to work together? Are we going to be gunning for each other immediately? And that kind of just, I don't know, being able to combine the tribes without the actual competitors being on the beach together, I think is cool, which is why, like, that's the best part of Shipwheel Island is you're going there and these people are giving a chance to make a connection. It doesn't always pay off that way, but at least there's something here that we know that further and further down the line, it's going to matter more and more. I also love when it happens in the show. Like, it's in the middle of the first challenge. Yeah. And I we I feel like we haven't seen like a run through the jungle challenge in a long time. And I thought I, I loved that. I, that's sort of a new thing that I haven't seen in a while. And uh, just like the instantaneousness of it, it's just like, stop, collect yourselves. And, <laughs> and everybody's waiting. Everybody's like, should we send a search party? And I just love the fake blood. And all of that, the, you know, just... <laughs> just the producers screwing with them, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, yeah. just let's put out some blood and see if anyone does it. And they did it. And it's just like, was it It was high, right? Yeah, yeah. he definitely like, did like, it. Fine, I'll cover myself with blood. <laughs> it's like looking like Carrie, uh, you know, after the prom kind of thing. Right. And, uh, you know, and of course they're saying, hey, man, you're bleeding. Are you okay? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. He, he said, yes, I am bleeding, yeah. <laughs> which was odd. It was just like, what? <laughs> Okay. I guess that's a hard lie to cover for but, instantly. But that's yes, what's so great bleeding. about it is just like, you know, it's you're, you're this is the most jacked these players are in the whole game. They've just yeah. arrived on the beach. I mean, you see Tori, she she fell four or five times, right? Just <laughs> yes. just running and and a guy dislocated his shoulder. They're yes. so amped up and then they get them together and this is the first real like these people have never talked to each other ever and it's like you're working together, and now you got to fake it so, so that they're not suspicious. And it's just amazing. It's just very, very hilarious and well done. And I just, I just <laughs> loved it. I, I mean, I probably would have used the blood too, except I would have been like, "Don't worry, it's not my blood." And just left it at that. You know? yeah. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know see why, the other guy. Why they yeah. put blood on? <laughs> and we never. Yeah, unfortunately, we hear somebody. I forget who it was asking hi a couple times. I think actually. it was Lydia. Yeah, yeah, saying, "Yeah, why, why are you all bloody or what is that?" And then, and then that's it. We never get like. Wouldn't you think after the challenge is over, like? So where are you cut, man? Like, yeah. What happened? There's out a there? lot of blood. Like we better check you. It. You know, we don't get any of that. So. Whatever, I mean, what did they also say, the three of them that were making this decision to get all these amulets? Like, what did they say they were doing that entire time? Like, <laughs> it felt like they were there for a while. I, they had to have been there for, oh, yeah, what, I'm like 10 minutes, five it, minutes at least. I would say it seemed like a while to the point where the other competitors were like, what are they doing back there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they run around, you know, like covered in mud, everybody else on the entire show. Totally clean, yeah, like right. not dirty at all, covered in mud, and w just one guy covered in blood. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, here's what we're gonna tell him: you killed a boar while we were back. Right, there. Right. They had a boar. They said one of the three of you have to kill it. Uh, I love that. <laughs> um, you know, seasons moving forward now. 
if any people in a challenge are like behind something and gone for like more than a minute. Yeah. You're yeah. immediately going to be like, what's good? Well, they're, they, they've got something. You better not come they've back stopped. covered in blood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I did like that little wrinkle there. And uh, do you feel like, um, I guess Lindsay got peer pressured a little bit by High and Dre into like, no, we're doing the amulet. Oh, uh, she was. She, def- did, she was the most like, I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Because she's like, you know, like this could backfire and blow up in our face. But yeah, they're totally. like, no, we're absolutely doing this. Like you said, they are so amped. They've just started Survivor. Probst <laughs> has just started talking to them. And uh, I mean, it'd be tough not to. How could you not say yes at yeah. that point? <laughs> oh, for sure. But she was definitely wanted to take a breath. She was just like, yeah. no, let me think this through for a second. And she got there first and she was freaking out, obviously. But uh, yeah, I would agree. She got peer pressured into it. But <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? Like. If two against one, and this is again the first time you're meeting somebody, it's like fuck it, you got to do it. And yeah. if you're if you're betting JD, do you think it's more likely that the three of them all come together and you know have the extra vote that there's only two for a steal vote, or that it's more likely that one of them is left standing and has a, a full immunity idol? That's what I would put my money on yeah. that for sure. Although it is kind of cool that they sort of have an instant alliance, like. Mm-hmm. They they have two other people in the game, not on their tribe. If they can just make it to the merge, it's kind of cool to have that connection, you know, even though sort that, of, but then they're like, you know, you get extra greedy. Yeah. I'm in an alliance with you, but I also want you out of here. Right. So and, you've, and you're going into the merge with your own alliances already. And then you're right. still the odd person out. It just makes it really interesting, which is what I really, really love about the amulet. Um, well, let's talk about who goes home. Uh, you know, in this first episode, two people ultimately leaving. Let, let's start with the one guy voted out, and that's Zach. Uh, what went wrong for our super fan, Zach Trey? <laughs> if you had to pick a couple things, like where did he, or or was it just you know short end of the stick here? What do you think? Uh, skinny end of the stick, yeah, actually. Go. Would uh, I be in the skinny alliance? That's you're too can... big. It sounded like I think I'm oh, way totally. too jacked for yeah. the skinny alliance. Those yeah, guys were very skinny. They were like yeah. 118 and 112. I was like, wow. Oh, I've got like 40 pounds. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I was doing the math as well. But... <laughs> All right. Um, but to me, uh, I, it did kind of seem like he was just on the outs. It seemed like he was, you know, it was five votes against him. He ended up not having a vote. So a unanimous vote out yeah, for Zach. Actual Tough unanimous one. vote. So to me, probably the problem is that he was too big of a Survivor Super fan. So they think this guy, he knows what's up. He's going to mm-hmm. be a schemer, which I think probably works against you when they're just looking for any reason to vote yeah. somebody out. So what really went wrong with him was not hitting on the shot in the dark. Like you knew he was up against it when he played a shot in the dark the very first right. night. He got every vote, so he knew he was going to be the one. So, mistake-wise, it's probably telling Tori that people were throwing her name out, right. which then gave Tori ammunition to be like, he spilled the beans. Yeah, I was looking for tarot. <laughs> I was out there looking for food. Uh, but this guy, he already told your secrets. Maybe what I did was lying, but he told another lie right the more yeah. recent lie you don't want to be the most recent lie i would also add why was he so apologetic when they came back from yeah. losing like he was on the puzzle he was but am i crazier they were way behind when they got to the puzzle and i guess i mean we only see what we see on tv so maybe he was really botching it but he was like oh that's all on me it didn't seem that way when we were watching the episode 
It's like, why are you leaning so much into taking yeah. like, the Putting blade? too much of a spotlight on yourself, yeah. really. And again, maybe it was in the actual challenge and they just edited it all out. Like, was he like fumbling pieces and like putting <laughs> them down upside down? Possibly, but he was really like The whole challenge the is just like, doesn't matter what the lead is. Get me on the puzzle. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's yeah. right. It's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, he, I, I think that is, it's because he's a super fan. Like he, he was playing politics, I think. Uh, you know, what did he, I don't even, uh, as you say, I don't even know if he really whiffed it that badly, but uh, as knowing that he's going into the first tribal council and anyone can go for any reason. And at that point, had he already been sort of thrown under the bus by Tori? Is that, uh, I feel like that's, that's the a, order of things. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost the order of operations. I didn't have time to watch this episode twice. So. Yeah, same here. <laughs> uh, but anyways. Uh, it definitely does come up at Tribal Council again, though. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I would say to the, the original question, Skis, his, his, his mistake was trusting Tori, right? And thinking that he was in an alliance with her. And like being so close to somebody that's flaming out immediately, like it feels like she's flaming out the moment she hit the beach, right? Mm -hmm. She fell all those times, right? She almost killed <laughs> yes. herself. Uh, she decided her she yeah. decided, oh, you know what? I want to be with the the outcasts. I want to be with the the people who I want to be in the small alliance on a tribe of what is it six, right? Yeah. So it's just like. She wanted to be with the nerds, yeah. right? Is that yeah, fair Harry enough. Potter talk. But Let's that's go. not how you win Survivor. <laughs> no, that's not how you no, make it <laughs> to the merge anyway. But uh, I don't know. Uh, it, right up to the, his decision to roll the dice. It was the right decision, obviously. Oh, I mean, but unfortunately, uh, yeah. So his problem, his, what went wrong for Zach is that he trusted Tori. And that was a big mistake. And it happens. Do you have, uh, I think you do, JD, the, the blue tribe, the uh, Ika, I guess, uh, is their actual tribe name, because this is the one we're talking about here where, where Zach does go home. It's Tori, it's Swathi, it's Dre, and it's Romeo, and it's uh, Rox Royce. I mean, what, right. what, a, what an eclectic group this is. Uh, first off, you got the stay-at-home dad, uh, Roxroy, which is such an incredible name. I've never heard that That's name. That's a good I one. I love it. Uh, and then, yeah, Tori, as we talked about, and Zach and stuff like that. Um, it a, was a weird decision where I guess he just felt good in this skinny alliance with uh, yeah. with Romeo, and then he thought possibly Tori. But in the end, all the votes going on him. And, yeah, didn't take long to play the, the die this year, did it? He's like, all right. 16 <laughs> percent chance yeah, he knew I'm he still knew. here he's like 16 percent better than zero percent and and what was who was the harry potter alliance was that tory swathi and zach yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah the young alliance <laughs> right i think they were also calling themselves i like tory tory is going to be a hilarious character i yeah. think over the course of this like sitting down coming up with like the dumbest lie i'm not going to tell people i'm a therapist but a <laughs> childhood educator is that yeah, what a she, caregiver I think she uh, yes said, a yeah. caregiver okay uh, and then obviously thinking that because she's a therapist she's going to be the smartest person out there and then sitting down to bond by talking about Harry Potter and then being like yeah I could tell they were nerds so I brought up the most popular book series of all time have you heard it <laughs> do you think Crazy she can stuff. do you think uh, I mean it wasn't look she was in a lot of the episode I wouldn't say it was a great episode for her but do you think she can recover JD like is she in this for the long game here Tori, or could she be like, you know, if this tribe botches it again, could she be on the outs? I think she can recover. I think yeah. I think she can. Uh, I, I think she's smart. I, I think that Tori is smart 
but I don't think she's survivor smart or she's coming in too hot or I don't know what's going on with her, but she just seems to be making a lot of mistakes and, uh, you know, trying to trying to move way too fast uh, right away, maybe. Um, but uh, I don't know. Or maybe she's not smart. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> she's uh, I like her. I like her. Same. I, uh, you know, uh, Skates, we were talking to her before the show started. Not. No villains, right? Like, well, yeah, it's, Trace. Trace. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because, like, Trace slipped it in when you first started talking. Like, you th- you see some potential in villains here, and I'm like, t- tell me who? Who Tori. Do you guy on? Tori to me is yeah. the, is the most villainous character. Okay, I think she'll be she she's gonna get compared to Angelina. I think over the course of time, Angelina, okay. a great talker, smart as well, but maybe the social game kind of okay. was lacking a little bit like I can I can just very easily see Tori asking for somebody somebody for their jacket as they're voted <laughs> right, off right um but yeah I mean other than that I would say she she just stuck out to me as most villainous for sure sure, sure. right but I wouldn't call her a villain in the no. tradition like there's she's no Tyson she's no True. Sandra she's no you know not that we're, we'll we'll never see a Russell again but you know I mean as Skeets and I were talking about it's just like uh that's kind of what the show is lacking. Like I think yes. as the as an audience, well, that's what we want. We want a villain. We want somebody to root against because it's more fun, really. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it feels like okay, maybe Tori is an exception. It feels like there's the odd exception every season, but even like if you go at 41 and now 42, the cast is just like it's all pe- it's all people you want to root for. They exactly all have incredible right. stories. They're all sort of heroes to some extent. And that's cool. That's great. I like that. But I like to have one, two, or three people that come at the game completely opposite because I think it makes those heroes even bigger. Yeah. You know, when they're all heroes, it eh, loses a little bit of a lackluster or lose a little bit of a shine. So, uh, but I think maybe we're just gone from that era yeah. to, to some extent because I think they don't want. Because we say here, we say villains like the person themselves is evil, but it's also the show casting yes. them as a villain. And, right. they, and I think maybe they feel some guilt in doing that now. Maybe. Uh, I mean, Wendell, he was like the hero and then he was the villain the following season, yeah. but hardly. I mean, yeah. uh, not not anything close to what we've seen before. And then last season, Sydney was kind of a villain. I mean, in that, you know, she was... Spoke her mind. She spoke her mind yeah. and she was funny and she just was ruthless and she and that's... That, that that's the new villain, and uh, I guess Tori is as close as we have. But you know, it's the first episode, and I feel like yeah, yeah. we've barely met these people. But uh, but still, who uh, who jumped off the screen at you in the first you know fifteen minutes of the show? Is there a particular character that you were like, wow, he or she is is awesome? I've got three that are that are like my three. Okay, my three are going to be Romeo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the skinny guy alliances, yes, the pageant right. coach. Uh, high, I really like. Yep. Covered mm-hmm. himself in fake blood <laughs> for no reason. Nobody else was doing it. <laughs> he's like, fine, blood it up. And Jenny, who crushed it in the yeah. triangles puzzle. Right. I think she's really good as well. They, Those were the ones uh, that stuck out to me. But I mean, even just like looking at their headshots, I'm like, look at all the character in these headshots. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. not just like a smiling at the camera. It's like, <laughs> I'm going crazy for this camera. So I think we're going to get, I think it's going to be another good season. Uh, I think we're going to have a lot of, there's a lot of fan favorites out of there. Yeah. What do you yeah. think, JD? Uh, yeah, I agree with those. Uh, Jenny, for sure. Um, I mean, Marianne, shout out to Marianne. That's a super Homer pick for us. Like, she's Canadian yeah. and uh, she's got that huge infectious smile and uh, she just seems to be a delightful person. Very emotional, though. Bit of a crier. Oh, wow. <laughs> when, uh, when Jackson uh, <laughs> left, 
like sobbing. Yeah, like, before like before he even screaming. got it out, you know, yeah, like yeah. before like I'm ah, leaving. But but uh, yeah, so I mean. I think that's going to be a problem for her moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everybody loves her right now, and I think the f- I think the fans are going to love her. But yeah. uh, man, if you have to live with that all the time, twenty four hours right. a day, and just the the highs and the lows, and how do you strategize with somebody like that who wears their heart on their sleeve, you know, uh, and is so emotional? And you and I think she has a potential to play emotionally, but you know, again, early days. But uh, but yeah, so and uh, I really liked Mike. Mike, uh, the firefighter, yeah. uh, he, uh, he's, you know, he's, he knows, uh, like the, the, the moment where he's, uh, standing on the beach and, uh, they're, they're discussing, are we going to do the triangle or we're we doing the, uh, the, uh, water the pot. Yeah. And he's like, Oh God, it's going to be me. I'm going to be the one. <laughs> that was awesome. And just the way he diplomatically steered it away. Totally. Like he could have easily been like, I'm not doing that. You know, yeah. let's do the triangle because I'm not going to be your your workhorse here. But I thought the way he did it was so it was just very uh, 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 people oriented. Uh, yeah, do it as a team. It. Yeah. yeah. And, and the way he framed it, everybody was like, hell yeah, let's be a team and let's do the triangle. And uh, he just he just seems like a very savvy player to me. Yeah. But, uh, Self-aware, people are calling him. Yeah, too, yeah. He realizes how he looks or because of his size and strength, how he comes across mm-hmm. and that he knows like I've got to like soften those edges maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, seems very self-aware. And I, I, I really liked him, too. With Marianne, just back to her, I saw Dalton Ross write, sometimes a player just immediately jumps off the screen. It happened with Rupert on Pearl Islands. It, who was very popular yeah. when he first showed up. Mm-hmm. It happened with Siri on Panama, and it happened with Christian on David versus Goliath. It also happened with Marianne. Yeah, totally. That's now, fair. there are already people saying, oh, enough of Marianne. She's too much. <laughs> like, why is she cry screaming over a guy she knows for <laughs> five minutes? For, yeah, I was going to say 48 hours, but yeah, that's, uh, that's going home. But yeah, the infectious energy and smile and just like totally. so hyped to play. And I think there's a lot of truth in what Dalton wrote there. I mean, it, it didn't match. That's the problem. Like the the emotion didn't match the situation because it's not like he had a compound fracture on you know and was lying on the beach and was actually being carried out of. You're the talking game. about Jackson. Uh, yeah. Talking about Jackson. It was just like, well, guys, uh, I have this health problem and I'm leaving. And he's Jackson seemed kind of cool, fine with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just like we're just saying bye. And I, I understand like it's the end of a dream and. And all that stuff, but uh, it just seemed seemed a bit much. But I'm a hard ass, so I'm the <laughs> asshole of the group. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, yeah, let's talk about that that medevac here. Um, we had we had Jackson telling he's a healthcare worker. He's telling his tribe mates, you know, I guess the really the night before he eventually gets removed. Inspirational story about you know his gender transition the struggles that came with it, the wedge that was caused between him and his parents, though ultimately him helping, uh, you know, take care of his mom, brought him closer to his dad. It was crazy, crazy story. Yeah. And like, we got a couple again, like uh, Survivor 41, we got these flashbacks to, um, you know, him being one last night. Who else? Got, Daniel got one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swathi got one. There was anyway, quite a few. Uh, but next day, Prope showing up in a boat, never good. And <laughs> I don't know. Hey, did anybody else's like, 
Comcast or whatever you watch it on, like, <laughs> cut back to commercial when Probe showed oh, up? Oh, yes, actually. That was so You're weird, right. Yeah, right? I forgot about that. Property Brothers just showed up. Yeah, it was. The, <laughs> I hate the Property Brothers to begin with. And then suddenly, like, yeah, there was... <laughs> Things come better in pairs. Yeah, something happened. That's why we had two people eliminated last Atlanta. night. Um, but, you know... It, it's all a little difficult to make out sort of what went on and, and lean tr in terms of like what order, but he just sort of withhold, withheld information from the medical staff. And then they found out right before they're about to record or, or start filming, oh, this guy is on lithium and has not weaned himself off and that's dangerous mm -hmm. and we can't send blood samples and all that because we're in the middle of COVID here. So we'll watch him and if he's... Not doing all that great, which I guess he wasn't a little dizzy when he was getting up and stuff like that. We might have to remove from the game. So that's uh, do I have that sort of right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, that to me was kind of double confusing to follow because on one hand, you've got Jeff coming in. He did a great job of like keeping things very general, uh, just very vague because he doesn't want to blow up Jackson's yeah, spot yeah. for what's going on uh, health-wise. But then Jackson was obviously like very vulnerable and happy to talk about what had been happening. But then it was confusing from that standpoint when we kind of knew it was happening, but they hadn't explained exactly the arrivals and Jeff mentioned not being able to get tests. So it was very hard to say, but it just kind of seems like Jackson didn't alert them to his full medical history. Yeah. In the proper time frame, they thought they were going to be able to at least let him start the game and see how long it could go, but they just didn't feel comfortable after 48 hours. So What a decision yeah. to be made for yeah. you know the, the, the medical team, the survivor, and the producers, and like, like, holy, you're in one hell of a spot. Now, I know they have alternates in, in I guess, normal seasons, JD. We yeah. don't know if there are alternates out there during these COVID times where they do have to quarantine for so long. Like, are there... Are they flying two extra people for Survivor 41 and 42? And it's like, hey, just, you know, you got to quarantine for two weeks and then you're probably not going to get in. We don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Feels like a no. Also, how does it work? Like, the game had started, right? Mm -hmm. So I well, guess you yeah, could have pulled Well, yeah, but they had them. found out right. just before they started filming. So I, yeah. it could have been like, well, we have an alternate, so let's just swap it up. Yeah. Maybe they didn't. Uh, yeah, maybe not. They thought they would go. It was, it was, I mean, it's, yeah. Weird. It's just really yeah. weird. <laughs> and it, I don't know, Jackson, he didn't, he almost was like busted. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, kind of. I botched it and I should have said this or I thought I was going to do this differently. And I, yeah, I withheld this. And you're, you're putting my health, uh, you know, ahead of me just playing in this game. So thank you for that. But he didn't like, he wasn't like, no, at least what we saw, like, no, I got to stay. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm okay. It'll be right. like, I don't know. He's just like, all right. I'm out of here. Yeah, that's why it must have been a huge discussion before they finally, like, started the show, right? Like, he must have known this could have possibly happened further down the road. Uh, right. Especially because he knows the side effects of his medication, which he said later on. And Jeff even was like, why didn't you just tell us? You know, right, Jeff, right. Jeff wasn't even upset. And Jeff is usually really upset when somebody has to be off the show just for some reason besides getting voted out, whether it be a medical evac or somebody quitting, something along those lines. But he was seemed to be playing it pretty cool. Jackson obviously took it pretty well. So to me, it seems like they must have known this is a possibility We'll see how it goes for a couple of days, but they must have heard him like complaining about being dizzy, knowing that's one of the side effects of going off lithium. Right. They just can't risk it. Yeah. yeah and, totally. and again, it sounds like there was this complication of like, we'd be able to do more like test work on you and samp blood samples and stuff, but we can't because of COVID in terms of yeah. like doing that. So that's an extra complication, JD. Yeah. It's uh, 
it's a huge bummer, obviously. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, it, you got to remember this was almost probably a year ago when this was uh, filmed. So everything was still pretty much well locked down in, in areas. And also they're going to air. They always seem to air on the side of caution. right? Oh, so yeah. they were probably like, OK, go in. We'll see how you are, and at the very hint of uh, a problem, we're just going to yank you, which which they did. And he was like, "Yeah, you got me." And he, I, it seemed like Jackson knew that that was the right thing to do because, I mean, if he's feeling that badly or you know dizziness, headaches, I mean, that's just the beginning, you know. Yeah, right? he's so, he's also doing some, you know, has done some, uh, you know, interviews and stuff like that. Okay. I saw right before we jumped on, and he's admitting that he was not drinking a lot of water. Okay. While he was out there too, so that's like a that's a big part of your dizziness. He said he drank a half a container over two days of water. That's it. Wow. All I would do, be doing is drinking water. You know, there's not a lot to do out there. Just crush it, go piss in the ocean, and back to the well. Yeah, and, 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 and I'm not saying what are you doing, Survivor? Like you should have just just told him to drink more water. I mean, right. They go hand in hand, but he wasn't doing himself any favors, I guess. Yeah. Like no wonder you're feeling dizzy if you're. Working your ass off for the last forty-eight hours. You're not sleeping. You're hyped up because you're on the show. And yeah, man, you got to get that. And H2O yourself in waning you. off medicine. Yeah, yeah, right. tough yeah. stuff. But I mean, at least in his exit interview, he was like, "This is the best forty-eight hours of my life." Oh, and yeah. we did get his backstory, which I thought was very cool as well. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. For being on for a half of the first episode, pretty memorable for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we got lots still to talk about. I, I feel like um, some some random notes. I'm sure some more uh, jokes to be had. I'm glad you slipped in the one about eleven triangles. Uh, from <laughs> well, it was really funny That's too. So good. The way it all was cut together because I think they're. I don't remember which tribe Ty is on or Hi. Sorry, Hi. they're on his he's tribe on and he says something. He's like, "Well, if we're having trouble, there's no way Orange gets it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> they cut to him. He's like, 11? <laughs> but, no, but, not eleven. All right, I'm gonna go build the shelter with no tools. Then. That's my favorite part. At least he knows his strengths. You know, well, yeah. I'm just gonna awesome. leave. I'm gonna make this worse. Like, uh, and, it, and it appeared like three of them left. Yeah. Like, all right, let's just leave this to the people that are confident with it. Because you can't have too much, too many cooks in the kitchen there. I think uh, counting up all those too many geometrists. Yes, is that what they're called? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's take our first break. Uh, but when we come back, yeah, lots more on the season premiere of Survivor 42. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24/7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. 
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. All right. Back here in the Classic Factory, No Buffs, breaking down episode one of Survivor Season 42, <laughs> a.k.a. Unlock Your Mind <laughs> with that key that's actually an amulet. <laughs> um, <laughs> Somebody in the stream team said, on Survivor, amulets are keys. Dice aren't rolled, and our glasses are smashed. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Unlock your mind. That's crazy, man. It Hold really on. Is Wait, is it not, what's the stream team in the no buffs? Uh, uh, the live tribe. The live tribe. You said stream team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's look. You better unlock your mind. We got slips. <laughs> slipstream when it's no breaks. Yeah, live tribe when it's no buffs. <laughs> stream team when it's no dunks. I mean, it all becomes a little confusing. Um, Let's talk about the return of Shipwheel Island. <laughs> Are you a fan of that, TK? Uh, no. No, I'm not a fan, but I'm not an anti-fan right now either. At this point, I'm just like, all right, go have your walk. <laughs> Personally, I would be wearing shoes if it were me. <laughs> right. Uh, but I was happy to let this kind of wash over me. Be like, oh, they're just going to take a little journey. They're going to come back down. They're going to move a wheel one way or the other. Maybe some people will get votes. Maybe it will have an effect further on down the season. But it just kind of felt like a waste of time again. To me, I'm just watching it saying, that's why this episode is two hours. <laughs> well, I, I will say they didn't spend that much time on no. their uh, journey up there. The only thing uh, they noted was somebody not wearing shoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was, let's get there and then let's all come down and let's make our decision. And uh, in the end, JD, I guess Marianne and Dre are the two that are getting the extra vote and Jenny electing not to. Yeah. Are you surprised by that? Uh, sure. I, no, no, I'm not surprised. I feel like Jenny would be the pra- a pragmatic player and she doesn't want to risk her vote. She basically called it, too. She's like, they're going to do yeah. this. So yeah. if I do it, then we're all screwed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I'm with Trey. I don't I don't love uh, Shipwheel Island. Um but I also I don't hate it. I think that, you know, you, you send people on a big journey over a, a beautiful, lush mountain with uh, amazing views. And the la- in last season, we got uh, a great bonding session between, I bo- it was Shannon and uh, Liana, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. So yep. They, that's when they sort of formed their alliance. And honestly, that's sort of the point of the journey of it uh, and the producers can't make them bond, you know, like they, they're, you know, uh, I think they were just talking about food. Like, I hope there's food over the next, uh, the next crest. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, and I was wondering if Marianne, like, uh, did she just purposefully not bring, she, did she just forget her shoes? She just jumped on the she boat. She did just like, jump in the boat. We and, saw that. Uh, excited. And, you know, sort of like a dick move from the producers. They could have said, hey, you might want to bring your shoes because you're, you're going to go on a hike. <laughs> But uh, then again, you know. But whatever. then they're thinking like, "Well, we really want them to bond. What if the other two have to carry players her. carry her? Yes, <laughs> her feet are just destroyed. Uh, yes, people are saying, "Is it?" I'm saying Dre 
Is it Drea? I think, I think it's, it's Drea. Drea. Yeah, yeah so, so, like so, yeah. Andrea without the end. Andrea without Andrea. it. And uh, Andrea. she is she the the one that lives in Montreal but is not Canadian. We I have a couple so. Canadians, but she is living in Montreal. Let's yeah. call her an honorary. Canadian. Oh yeah, she's Canadian to me. Yeah, we're gonna have a Canadian winner in back to back seasons. I think they're just going to stop making Survivor. They're, they're, that that's happens. the biggest mistake I ever did letting <laughs> Canadians in because uh, you can't beat them. <laughs> that's right. We're going to go two for two here. <laughs> well, I guess we had the hockey guy didn't do so well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about him. Um, yeah, but you know what? He was like, uh, let's find the most stereotypical Canadian we can, like, whatever, you know, what the the rest of the world thinks of a Canadian is just old hockey guy who's missing a tooth and he says A a lot, you know. So. <laughs> didn't have a chance. Why is this guy always eating poutine out here? Uh, I have a really weird question. I know the answer is yes, but do you think Jeff knows their names when they show up on the beach? (laughs) You think he's got to fake it? You're there in the green shirt. 100% he's faking it. Of course he knows their names, but it's so weird to me that he has to pretend he doesn't. Hey, you in the green jacket. Hey, you in the big beard. You're a smiley guy. You laugh it all the time. Yeah. Why? <laughs> That's a great. I've always why, wondered why. why. They, and they gotta fake it too, right? Because I think he's part of like the casting process. Yes. So they've met face to face. Yeah. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> very weird. Now. I should always, start doing that every show. Yeah. I'm Here always, with me today. <laughs> you there in the green hat? What's your name on today's yeah. no buffs? Yeah, uh, it's, it's JD. I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> Jason, but you can call me JD. <laughs> so it's weird. So weird. Um. Let's let's talk a little bit about. I know we slipped it in there, but uh, Daniel dislocating his shoulder there, and just that that scene was it was insane that he went through the rest of the challenge with his arm dangling. <laughs> yeah, looking like Rajan Rondo. Out there. <laughs> oh my god! That's not an instant timeout, huh? For medical. I was like, I guess he was just powering through it. Yeah, but it looked bad. Like, it looked bad. It wasn't like a surprise dislocation. He's like, oh, my shoulder's <laughs> hanging off, and I feel like I have a dislocation. But I guess my part's done, so yeah. just carry on. Um, but then they showed him later in the second challenge, like he was supposed to be rowing. He couldn't row. Like he All just right. couldn't row. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was nasty. I was laughing hard. I was laughing hard when Tori fell over. I was like, ah, can't even run. This is ridiculous. And this guy fell. I was like, ah. oh, he's hurt. Yeah, he don't feel as great. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, we got the rare look, JD. You must be geeking out as an audio guy. We saw Daniel with his mic pack. I know. around his waist. Wow, like that is a that is a new barrier for for Survivor. <laughs> We've never seen mics on them. It's always been it's always booms. We see booms. Yeah. They definitely have oh, booms, but booms. I I think it's a, a backup or whatever, or it's there. Whatever, it's probably a mix of both. But uh, yeah, I was totally geeking. I was like. Is that, a, is that Spanx for men that he's like, <laughs> I know, I was at first like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah, very cool. And, uh, you know, I, I did like the shot of like, okay, we're bringing a medical and then we see a wide shot of yeah. all the crew coming in and it, it was cool, it was cool. And shout out to Daniel because he uh, took it like a champ. I've never oh. dislocated anything before. Uh, apparently it's brutal. Like it's very, very painful, but uh, yeah, so. Isn't it it's the whole thing too? Like it's becomes more and more likely to pop back out too the more times mm-hmm. you do it. I don't know. I, mean, yep. I have no idea if this was the first time he's ever dislocated a shoulder, yeah. but he, he only did just fall. How did it even happen? Like, was it because he was holding the the oar? He must have just fallen straight on his shoulder That's while he so was like weird. running with those and just landed straight on it. Just a little yeah. 
knocked flops it out. out. Yeah, I mean, if it's happened in the past, then maybe yeah. it yeah. happens even easier for him. But he didn't say that, right? He wasn't he like, oh. He didn't, but he knew, right? He did like, know. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, like, I would be, if it happened to me, I'd be like, I've... I'm dying right now. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. But it seemed like he knew what it exactly what it was, so it might have happened before. Who knows? Who um knows? all right, what other random notes or observations do either of you guys have? And we can also like go through the tribes. So I know we haven't touched on uh of course all of them except the uh the blue tribe that we put up there. But what do you got, DK? So man, I think we've covered all of the fun things that I had. Mud and blood, the yep. amulet, the dislocated shoulder, the random sobbing, bare feet on shipwheel island, and Jenny <laughs> crushing that triangle puzzle. Yeah. Those were the ones that stuck out to me. And then of course, Jonathan. I do think he's gonna be uh, a great character here. That's the big muscle bound guy. Mm-hmm. He says he got his weight training program from a WWE wrestler. Who do you think he looks like shape wise? Shape wise? <laughs> uh, do you have an answer to this? Um, <laughs> this is I mean, uh, this is apparently like okay. So he went to college on a swimming scholarship. Holy. Okay. But then he he beefed up. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> It might be easier for you to guess if you knew that this guy had a steel plate in his forearm. He learned to lift weights from Lex Luger. Wow! (laughs) He's like, Lex Luger is my personal hero. Like, mentally and physically. Oh, my God. So that's Wait, pretty so funny. he was trained by Lex Luger? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, wow. Lex Luger apparently came cool. to his church, gave a testimonial, and then afterwards gave him a weight training program. And now he's jacked and just hangs out on the beach all the time. He seems like a good-natured guy. Oh, totally. Sure. Like, like, again, like, I, I saw somebody in the uh, stream team slash live tribe, uh, Yusef, <laughs> I think it was, when we were, right before we went to break, I said, I like that. He was like, I don't know, 11 triangles? They're like, no, it's not even close. And he's like, all right, I'm out of here. See and, and Yusuf said, I didn't like that the other people with him left. Again, I think that's like, that's self-awareness. Like, that is self-awareness. Yeah. Let's go do other things. Totally. I'm not going to help. I'm only going to make it worse. And we are a tribe right now. Like, we do want to win this and get the, the pot and the machete and the yeah. foot. So, like, I, I, I actually really like that. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Alex Luger, though. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. His bio is actually really funny. He says his favorite thing. <laughs> His favorite hobbies, number one, working out. Number one, pet peeve, wearing shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's God. great. So man. he has the world record for pull-ups in a minute wearing 100 pounds on his back. Is it in a minute? I didn't know I that. I think part. so because it's that. only like uh, it's only like fifteen or something. I say only, <laughs> but like you, th- I would think like a thousand. <laughs> but, we uh, we got to get him on a tribe then with Romeo. Grab his back. <laughs> How many wow. can you do with 112 on your back? <laughs> I also think Jonathan, you know, yes, he looks like an Avenger. And that part in the one challenge where he's like, don't worry, I'll just pull us over there. He basically just picked up the boat and walked it over like, you know, 30 awesome. yards. Um, he's so strong. He looks like, to me, Party Boy from Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see it? What's his name? Chris Pontius? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yeah. He looks yeah, like he Party does, Boy, man. I'm telling you. He's like jacked up, souped up Party Boy. Super Party Boy, I'm going to start calling him. Uh, JD, what, what do you have, though, in, in terms of uh, other notes you want to touch on here? Uh, Roxroy. Yeah, let's talk Roxroy. Cool, cool name. I like Roxroy. You know, he's a stay-at-home dad, but... You know, it seemed like I was watching season five of Survivor, just a guy getting mad at the kids <laughs> that they're not pulling their weight around. But honestly, Roxroy, as a as a stay at home dad, you should know, child, that your 
kids are never grateful for your hard work, right? They, right. They're going to, you build a shelter for them. They're not going to, they're not going to contribute and they're not going to say thank you. They're just going to sleep in your nice uh, shelter. So he should have known better. Uh, At least he caught himself. Like he was talking yeah. to Dre, I think it was. He's like, am I, you know, am I being yeah. an asshole? Like I'm coming off a little, like coming on a little strong here. And she's like, yeah, so, a so little, yeah, turn a little it down. bit. So, you know, he, he at least recognizes it. Yeah, totally. Uh, so Still frustrating, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I, that would probably be me, I think. I don't know. I'm not really a, because I know if I went on, I'd be the old guy and I, and I would be like, can we just get this shelter done guys? Cause I want to go to sleep, yeah. you know, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I really like him. And, uh, I, th- I think he's, as you say, like he, she's like, is it too much? Yeah. Probably too much. Okay. And then he sort of turned, toned it down. And I loved his, uh, his glasses. <laughs> oh, yeah. At, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Great stuff. Do you think we'll have any confusion in this season where someone will utter the phrase, we're going to go to rocks? <laughs> but they're going to think it's because there's a tie. Yep. But they're just saying, let's go to rocks. Yeah, right? yeah I think so too. Yeah. I, I would bet on that if I was a betting man. Um, yeah, it's uh. Why don't you show the other tribes? Because we we talked about the blue tribe there with with Roxroy on it and uh, and Zach, of course, going home. But throw up one of the other ones, JD, and we can just sort of maybe, you know, quickly chime in on on some of these people. This okay. This is uh, Taku, uh, who I think it was Marianne was very excited to say their tribe name. She at one point like say Taku, 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 <laughs> something like that. So Jackson, of course, out of the game. So they were down to yep. five. Um, who probably didn't get much. Ma- Maria, Maria, yeah, yeah, we. I, mean, I don't even, I don't even know I what she, she sounds she, like. <laughs> she did like the uh, like the tied together stick, I think, in the first. Oh, challenge, did she do right? that? Okay. She was the stick holder, perhaps. Right. Okay, and then much, Omar, yeah. Canadian. Uh, a lot of people man. are high on him. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's uh, seems to be a favorite. Marianne, we talked about Jonathan, the Avenger slash Party Boy. <laughs> Doesn't he look like Party Boy? <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually does. And uh, and then Lindsay. Uh, so only five. That that challenge, the immunity challenge. Holy crap! I know second one. The second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The actual yeah. like one at the end there. I mean, designed for six people. Then they're down to five because Jackson is gone. They got to sit out two people in the other tribes, where they're like, yeah, basically lifting these boats and the chests. That looks so so exhausting. Brutal. Was it maybe the blue tribe that was like? They showed a couple where they're like all leaning into it as hard as they can and it doesn't move. They're like, (laughs) (laughs) nothing. All right. All right. I'll go to the front. Well, yeah. And then wasn't it Drea after they lose saying something about like Roxroy wasn't wasn't doing anything? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. It's like, where did that come from? And then Romeo actually really talked her off the ledge in terms of like voting for him. It was like, no, we need... He's strong. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to win anything uh, of, of physical nature, at least. I thought I thought he actually had a pretty good episode, uh, Romeo, there for the Blue Tribe. But, uh, totally. yeah, back to Orange. Any any notes on any of those people besides probably Marianne and Jonathan that we talked about a lot? Are you a fi- are you in on Omar, JD? I'm in on Omar, yeah. for sure. And it's uh, – I wonder – like, Omar and Marianne, they live next to each other in Canada. Like – One's in Whitby and the other is in Ajax. Like those are two suburbs that are, they probably Ooh, seen each Canadian other in a connection. mall. Yeah. I love it. That's an instant alliance and they haven't mentioned that at all. I don't know if they will, but uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, watch out for them is the what Ajax I'm saying. Ajax Whitby alliance. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. oh, oh interesting. <laughs> okay. And then let's see uh, the, the final, 
final tribe. So that was the orange tribe. That's the blue tribe. We've talked about them in, oh, in pretty good detail. Yeah. And yeah, let's see uh, the green tribe here. Vati. This is my favorite tribe. Okay. So you, you're... Uh... I'm high on Jenny. I'm high on Mike. I could see the two of them working together. They're both from the New York area, I believe. Uh, they're both older. Uh, and they're... I think they're both really, really smart. Yeah. And uh, I love uh, Daniel. You know, injury... Aside, he seems to have a lot of grit, and uh, and I love that high p- p- covered himself in blood. Uh, <laughs> Chanel, we haven't. I know. Seen I, I actually much, was Chanel like, much. "Who is that?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What the heck?" I don't remember her at all. And uh, yeah. and Lydia is sort of like uh, she's she's refers to herself as Gen Z, and she hates everything about uh, Survivor, <laughs> the actual experience, you know, sand and surf and sun and starving and all that stuff. Yeah. But I feel like, uh, you know, we're going to – I'm hoping we see her sort of lean into it and, you know, uh, a Cochrane style of, uh, of uh, journey for her. Uh, Daniel also – Major Albert Brooks, young oh Albert Brooks, God. especially yeah. in this uh, picture. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm loving, I'm loving. How do you say it, Vati? Vati? Yes. Yeah. Vati. The crab. Sure, yeah. Well, the crab trap. Okay. I have. I don't know if this graphic is actually correct. I found this on the internet, but that's got the crab at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. But this is the green tribe, and then there's the turtle tribe. Which was Taku, yes. and they're the orange tribe. Interesting. Why wouldn't they be the green tribe, seeing as they're turtles? That's great. <laughs> really great makes you point. Think. <laughs> and what's the other one? Uh, a fish. A little fish. Blue. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ocean. yeah. Again, maybe maybe the graphics sense. are just straight up wrong that I found on the internet. Yeah, but uh, maybe. Um, well, we'll get to our winners' predictions at the end. Um, you know what, JD? Let's do tree mail now. Okay. And then we'll take a final break, and then we'll make our predictions, and and even uh, you know who's going to win the whole season, and maybe who's going to be the next boot and stuff like that. But let's go to Tree Mill, and I think we got a new intro for this. Oh yeah, I like it. Island vibes, JD. <laughs> okay, so if you guys have questions after every episode, best way to get them to us probably through our Twitter account at No Dunks Inc. I N C. You can, of course, leave them in the YouTube comments below this video, or you can email them in nodunksattheathletic.com. Maybe just put put no buffs or survivor in the uh, subject header. That'll help us uh, get to those a little easier. So our first one here comes by way of email, actually, uh, from Simon D. Three of the no buffs crew go to Shipwheel Island together, okay? I'm not wearing shoes. You guys are. <laughs> without, Typical Canadian. Yeah. Without discussing it with each other beforehand, do you risk the vote or protect your vote? Trey? So the breakdown goes, if everybody risks their, bo- their vote, everybody loses That's their vote. That's correct. If everybody protects, everybody keeps. Is that right? Or uh, if everybody well, protects, does everybody lose? Uh, yeah. I feel like it's that, isn't it? I can't remember. That part I don't know. No, yeah, maybe. I don't know, actually. Yeah. I think maybe you do just keep it. You protect it. Somebody yeah, I, th- I think know. if it's a full protection. <laughs> if everybody it's protects, protection. it's for full protection. Everybody oh, okay. gets yeah. to keep. That I'm risking sense. it. I'm risking it. I'm telling you now. I know we're not supposed to discuss ahead oh, of time, wow. but I'm 100% <laughs> going to risk it because I don't think JD's going to. Oh, oh. Want- you are 100% wrong. <laughs> I'm absolutely risking it. I think we're all screwed then. I yeah. feel like all three of us are risking it. 
The the only thing, if if this scenario ever happened, maybe you're right, Trey, because I'd be like, those motherfuckers are definitely going to risk it. <laughs> I know those guys. But, you know, they're strangers. All they had was yeah. the walking over the hill together, but we have uh, 15, 16 years uh, yeah, together. True. We know each other, that's so a, that's a good point. There would be a lot of yeah. What is Trey doing? Oh, right. I know what Trey. I know how he thinks. But then again, it also comes down to I know it's early in the game at that point. But like, how you feeling about where you stand with your, <laughs> with your tribe? Like, are you on the outs? Or are you a part of the sort of major alliance within your uh, team of six? There, that's obviously coming into play. But night it's... one though, if I if we're on the first uh, trek to Shipwheel Island, that's a risk for sure. Yeah, You're like come on, first vote. You're either voted out first and it sucks anyways, or you got enough time to scramble. Yeah. So uh, if if it were on episode one, no doubt I'm risking it. I thought that was a fun little breakdown of them deciding who was going to go to Shipwheel Island and how they went about it different ways. We saw we saw paper, rock, scissors yeah. on the blue tribe. We saw pulling of sticks. Straws, yeah, yeah, straws, short mm-hmm. straw on the uh, green tribe. And then I guess, how did Marianne eventually I get it? I feel like she just volunteered. Did yeah. She not? Like, yeah. And then everyone was like, hey, if you want to do it, it was a classic. Go ahead. She was already in the boat and they were like, <laughs> <deciding. laughs> your shoes. <laughs> You're forgetting your shit. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. So we're all probably risking it. Yep. We're all just going to screw each other and then we'll be out of the game. And then we'll be like, we'll be uh, in Ponderosa going, you know. recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, did anybody bring their mic? Yeah, we should record one. <laughs> we'll be eating biscuits in Ponderosa, and then we can be like, hey, we had to risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> uh, next one from Zigadala. Ziggy is by way of Twitter. If you were the first boot on your Survivor season, okay, so you're Zach, let's say. Now I know there's some, uh, you know. <laughs> phrasing. Phrasing when it comes to, like, uh, probes dropping out that Zach's the second person voted out, which right. is like, what? No, he really was the first. He's second person gone because Jackson had to get medevac. But anyway, the question is, if you're the first boot on your Survivor season, would you still throw a Survivor premiere party for your family and friends? That's a great question. Yeah. Okay, Trey, you're out there, and you know what happened because <laughs> you were out there. Uh, what Are you... Are you throwing a big shindig, though, and, like, we're all coming out to watch? 100%. Throwing a party. You've got to. You've got to, mister. <laughs> Two reasons. Number one, it's the only time you're on. <laughs> that, that's the big one to me. If you don't throw a party for this episode, you're not throwing a party for the next 12. And look right. at Zach. He was still proud to go home uh, yeah. to be the first one voted off, second one eliminated. Number two, if you don't throw the premiere party, they know you're gone first anyways. So then you're embarrassed before even having the party because it's mm. like if you knew I went on Survivor, you think I'm having a party for the first pe- episode, right? Yeah, you're probably you assuming so. this guy will want to have a party for yeah. every episode, but yeah. guaranteed first one. We're all getting together. We're renting out Variety Playhouse. So we're watching Survivor. Right. So if you didn't do but that, but you're like I'd Trey like, went on Survivor, we all getting together for the first one. Ah, nah, nah, nah. Just watching it at home. You'd be like. <laughs> Something bad must have happened yeah. out there for my man. Yeah, you're either thinking that, or you're like, "Well, this guy only want to—he only wants to put a big down payment on renting out the place once. <laughs> He's going far. He wants to save it to the finale." Uh, yeah, I know you're probably right. Uh, so, JD, what are you doing? You're the first boot. Are you still having a get yeah. together? I feel like you're not. I don't. Know. I don't think I would. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, if I won Survivor, I don't know if I would have like a party. You know what I mean? Like. I could keep it close to my chest. I, I remember, like, in retrospect, I, I was following Erica on Instagram, and she would have a viewing party at Popper's Pub on Bloor Street, like, every week, right? And I'm yeah. like, she wasn't even in, like, the first 
eight episodes sure. it felt like right and she's still having these these parties right and i'm just like huh i bet she's going far but i didn't think of that at the time you know like i was just like oh what a bummer like you got basically cut out of the episode but you're eh, you filled up poppers and you had a good time it's a great pub on the blur street there but uh yeah i mean, i guess i would also be worried about my edit because i feel like again i'd be the old guy i'd be like uh Oh boy, this guy. Everybody hates him. And I would want to find out what people are saying about me in their confessionals in private, like under a blanket. Oh, you know what I mean? That's a good like, point. Oh, can't believe, can't believe I'm seen that way. Like, <laughs> I would need, need some, some time, distance, yeah. some distance and time. Yeah. So I'd be, yeah, I'm a no. I'm a no. Okay. All right. Well, that's a fun one for everybody joining us live or listening or watching later. Well, would you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I would throw the party every week. <laughs> yeah. Hey, watch my friends. They're yeah. on Survivor. And, uh, Survivor. And, and again, to go back to what we were sort of saying, like, everybody's just so nice. Everybody has all these inspirational stories. Like, yeah. It's just like the stuff they've overcome in life to then get out there. Like, how many times in the first episode did we hear people in a confessional say, like, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm not even here for a million dollars. I'm here to inspire people like me. Yeah. The other weirdos. That's awesome. I want to be the opposite. <laughs> I want to be they need to start casting here. some some assholes Agreed. like me I don't have an inspirational story at all <laughs> and I'm only here for a million dollars that's it I mean I think it would be great if they just slipped in one or two don't have to be me but people like me and if like they really like leaned into it like uh, <laughs> like, yeah, like the million dollar nothing. man Ted DiBiase <laughs> yeah. whoever learned from that guy they <laughs> <Yeah>. should <laughs> just do an audition tape it's like everything's come easy to me I, I talk about I, I, basketball what, for a, yes. a living I'm doing fine <laughs> yeah and I want a million dollars that's yeah. it that's that's my pitch yeah. I think you should do it I All think right. you should I do think, it I, I think I'm going to that's going to be the angle <laughs> that I'm going to try to get on um, all right. I do like this uh, idea JD you know people in the NBA like when it's uh, the off season they'll be like oh uh, James Harden unfollowed all of the Houston Rockets he must want out right that's how they kind of track what's going to be happening in the NBA. Maybe the way to track what's going to happen on a season of Survivor is Instagram watch parties. Like, so oh my goodness. Yeah. What? What? Another one for Jonathan? <laughs> yeah. But, but scheduling like... something for week 14? <laughs> Why? Yeah, but where? The size of it? Yeah. yeah. Turn get into the details of it all. <laughs> mm, interesting. Advanced stats. Uh, I mean, the other part we're forgetting is these people are on survivor which means they want to be on television yeah. which means they tend to like fame mm -hmm. and like the camera and attention so you know those type of people myself included are throwing parties yeah because you know you're the center of the attention even if you're not even in the episode yes. in, in erica's case there for a couple uh final question here there's a good one sort of a two-part question from zachary a if you could get rid of one twist that has or appears to have been carried over from season 41 to 42 what would it be and then if you could bring back a twist from season one through 40 to replace it with, uh, what would that be? So, so Trey, that first one of the things we've seen so far, or maybe we think's coming, like we don't know with the show earlier time, but like, which one, like you're like, ah, no thanks. I don't need it. Okay. I don't want the shillelagh of time. That's okay. the main one to me. Agree. Don't bring it with just because it was a big nothing. You know, it was like, why would you not save yourself when you're going to be the one voted out? Yeah. There was no choice to it. So get rid of that and bring back the mutiny option you know like when they yep. bring everybody together they're like we'll give you an option right now i'm gonna count three two one if you want to switch tribes take a step forward oh, yeah. you like that one three two one 
a couple of people did step forward. Penner was one, yeah, I yeah. believe, and maybe one other. Yeah, there was. I forget her uh, name right now. As well. I yeah, can picture her, but I agree. And I think they've done that maybe one other time, bef- like since then, too. The yeah. mutiny, like that version of like, you want to move? You want to swap? Yeah, it's kind go. of it's kind of similar to the shillelagh of time in that like the tribes are going to get a little bit mixed up, but it's really putting you to like an individual decision that can put a huge target on your back, which right. is what ended up happening with Penner. So I think that's a uh, something they could try again at some point. Okay, um, JD, same two questions. Uh, what do you either hope we don't see from forty one into forty two, or we've already seen a little bit and you'd like to get rid of it? And mm-hmm. then what would you like to bring back from the olden days? Uh, ship will again not a fan uh, we've already seen it so I guess we're gonna do it at least one more time probably yeah um, uh, the shillelagh of time I'm going to defend the shillelagh of time <laughs> okay. I like saying the shillelagh of time <laughs> first of all good. yes uh, I think we coined that actually uh, <laughs> nobody else calls it the shillelagh of time <laughs> Trey definitely foolish did Trey come up with it no, uh, I, that's a JD. I think I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, and um, <laughs> I actually thought it was called that. It was, <laughs> no, no. It's the hourglass, hourglass? or something. Yeah, okay. or the magic hourglass. The <laughs> time is awesome, <laughs> It's though. way better, yeah. Uh, I think, like I said before at the beginning, they've, they've learned from it. I think we're going to see a nice tweak to the shillelagh of time. I think they're going to tweak it. Okay, well, we'll talk that out. I don't, what, like, I don't know. That's a thing. Like, I don't know, but I think they're going to limit maybe some of its power, uh, maybe uh, make it not so absolute. Um, you know, yeah. I don't know. Or incorporate actual time travel, which I'm still hoping for. <laughs> right. uh, something I'd like to, for them to bring back is the legacy advantage, where you can actually will mm. an idol to somebody, because I... I can't remember who I was. I didn't have time to go back and Google this, but I was it Stephanie LaGrosa? Somebody eliminated, voted somebody out knowing that they would be willed an idol. And I can't remember who it mm. was. So I like that sort of twist of it. And I also like just, I don't like them just taking an idol and hiding it again. And we have to watch people run around looking for idols again it's sort of it adds a new strategy to it uh so oh so what about you know like what you're saying do you like the idea of like if you're voted out with an idol mm-hmm. you don't just get to either take it home or you don't even get to do that anymore because it's a prop and they yeah. want it back and then they just usually put it back into play right and go check. you like the idea of like that person gets to choose give it to somebody who who gets it yeah and then it shows up in their bag kind of thing they've done that before they have they have um yeah what's fun about that is the person could be angry so they're like screw it i'm mm-hmm. just gonna blow up this game and give it to the person i think would be going next yeah that'll really screw them yeah or it's like because of the bonds you've built uh it takes like that takes like trying to vote somebody out but remain friends with them to a whole other level because yep. you're ultimately trying to get their vote at the end if they're on the jury yeah i, I think there's They've, yeah, like you said, they've sort of done variations yeah. of that. Okay, I like, I like that. It. I mean, they willed, you could will fire tokens when they had that. <laughs> oh, fire tokens. Uh, you bequeath just... your tokens. You yes, have... oh, bequeath. Yeah, bequeath. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, fire tokens. Why? Like, cryptocurrency is pretty big right now. There should be a fire token. <laughs> I'm probably regretting not putting into these ones. Next, that'll be season 43. Yeah, I got some. Fire e- coin. I got some Ethereum. I got some uh, Solana. I've got some uh, Survivor Fire tokens. Yeah. Yeah, Sarah Lacina. Sarah Lacina. Game Changers voted out uh, Sierra because she knew uh, she was going to get her right. advantage. But that is cool. The 
the pass it on, I think is good. And I, and I liked it with the fire tokens as well. <laughs> okay, the bequeathing. All right, that's, uh, again, great question there from Zach. Uh, two of those questions, really. The the one thing you'd like to get rid of that it appears they're bringing over from 41, and there's a lot. And then, uh, yeah, a twist you want to see back in the mix for maybe a Survivor 43. We know Propes is watching. <laughs> we lit a sexy candle for crying out loud. Hey, Jeff, put an asshole like me on Survivor 43. <laughs> Yeah, everybody thinks the Canadians are uh, polite and mm, kind. That'd be the twist. Like that. Be the twist. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty Canadians. Uh, all right, let's take our final break. When we come back, I want predictions for next boot and, of course, predictions for who wins this whole thing. So don't go anywhere. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Okay, there he is, sexy Saint Jeff, still burning away. Um, I, I love keep looking in here to make sure we got enough wax for however many episodes Ooh. we got to go. Yeah. You want me to buy another one? <laughs> is there another one? Uh, I thought this was one of a I'm sure. Kind. There's a cool Cochrane one I can buy. Ooh, <laughs> it's all burnt, Excuse me. A little sunburn. Um, the live tribe bringing it here with their comments. Uh, I like this size. NZ, maybe from New Zealand, who knows? How about, JD, taking your idea, when you leave, if you leave with an idol in your pocket, instead of bequeathing it to one person, it goes to two. Interesting. Now, gets a little complicated to follow. Maybe. Yeah. And that's, uh, I mean, that's the big blowback on a lot of this stuff going on from 41 and even to 42. It's like, whoa, there's a lot to read and a lot of rules and what. Yep. And like, uh, but I, I think there might be something there. He, he or she thinks that'd be juicy. And then uh, Ryan Berry who uh, I, I believe is the man responsible with cracking the game within the game <laughs> in Survivor 41, which is apparently gone. Thought that was going to yeah. be your twist you wanted to bring back. Well, I was tweeting with uh, Ryan, and he says, the game within the game in Survivor 41, that was for kids. That was for junior Survivor players. <laughs> the game within the game this year is for adults, and they're not just going to show it to you. Whoa. It's happening. we got to find it. Unlock your mind. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, love that. Anyway, he said NFTs, non-refundable fire tokens. <laughs> Made me laugh. Uh, great stuff. Okay. So let's start with just next week. Uh, you know, 
you know, next time on Survivor. I don't know. Was there anything you guys took from that, the little preview, and where this is going? Or are you looking at a tribe, possibly the Blue Tribe, and thinking, oh, they could be going back to Tribal Council? Like, J.D., best guess. I know you're just throwing a dart at a dartboard here. What's uh, what's possibly going to happen, you think? Oop. Uh, what am I doing? <laughs> what are you what doing, What am I man? doing? Oh, there we go. <laughs> Fat fingers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drea, I, you know, it's a, it's the red herring, right? They're saying uh, Drea is in trouble because Tori's coming after her sort of thing. I got to get rid of Drea. You know, is that going to happen? I mean, I don't know. Drea's got an extra vote. Yeah. And, of course, she's got the Beautiful amulet. Beautiful amulet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, but uh, I would say, if I was a betting man, I would say uh, Tori or Roxroy going home next. Okay. Um it's they're on the most dysfunctional tribe and those two seem to be uh uh annoying people in general mm-hmm. that's my guess but, okay yeah, yeah. I, I it's those are good guesses i'm in on rocks i, I feel like the blue well. tribe could be there again, yeah it so. kind of feels like blue is maybe gonna take some l's here uh early on they kept rocks roy literally just because he was strong but he wasn't great in the challenge and you know we saw tori some harsh words being like, well, we already built our shelter. We don't need right. him. <laughs> Get him out of here. Thanks for building. Uh, so, yeah, I think she'll be uh, aiming for him as well. Okay. I unfortunately do think it's going to be the Blue Tribe back there. Uh, I don't think it will be Romeo. I don't think it'll be Swati. Uh, so, it, to me, yeah, you guys are – you got it down to Drea, Roxroy, or uh, Tori, I guess. I think Roxroy. I think we're going to rocks. Yeah. Yeah. To go rocks. <laughs> Early. I mean, my guess. I mean, who knows? I mean, we don't even know. It's so hard to tell. Yeah. Very, very difficult. But we didn't do a prediction episode for, for this season like we did last year. So who's winning this thing? Trey, you can get us started. Uh, your Survivor 42 winner is who and why? Okay. So I said my three that I'm going to be following hardcore this season are Romeo, High, and Jenny. I'm picking a winner from those three. I thought Romeo had a great first episode. Seems to be like an under the radar kind of competitor in general, um, but still very competitive. But nobody's going to look at him that way, I don't think. And I think that, uh, you know, he's trying to be part of the skinny guy alliance. We'll see how it plays out over the season. I don't think he'll win, but I think he'll go far. I want to pick High as my winner. But I think he's going to be this season's Ricard, where they just kind of catch on to him being a little bit too sneaky. He's a data scientist, so I think he's going to be very good at, you know, figuring out different sort of vote structures they could go with. And once you start breaking down complicated things, people are like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, we got a smart guy here. (laughs) We better get rid of him. Um, But that's why my pick for winner a smart girl, Jenny, okay. who crushed it in the puzzles. That's always a huge advantage in Survivor. It always comes down to puzzles. She also seems very level-headed and just likable. So give me Jenny for the W. Okay. JD, what about you? Yeah, I'm I'm very high on Jenny. I'm very high on High. He's uh, from Atlanta, is he not? Oh, really? Uh, oh, is I he? Think so. I think he's born in Atlanta. He lives in New Orleans. Oh, cool. If I read, I literally just skimmed their bios <laughs> right before the show. Uh, but I'm high on Jenny, like I said. I th- I'm gonna pick Mike as the winner. Wow! I just I just get good a good feeling from that guy. Yeah. And I think he's uh, I think he's very uh, like I said before. He's a people person. I think he understands how people think. He's very diplomatic, but he's also strong as an ox. Uh, I think he's going to be a challenge beast deep. 
Um, so yeah, but uh, and then I'm also gonna just throw out a homer pick and say that either Marianne or Omar, mm. I would love to see a Canadian alliance. It's never <laughs> happened. Amazing. It's never happened, but. <laughs> God, it's like the Durham region, the, the team Durham, or I don't know what, what you would call it, but uh, uh, Ajax and Whitby. How far is Ajax to Whitby? They're next to each other. It's like, like it's like uh, if I'm on the go train, I like it's, it's the like, next stop. It's wow. Ajax and then Whitby, I believe. It's the go go train express. The, the, the go train, train alliance. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah, that's uh, so. Yeah, but I'm I'm picking Mike. I have to pick somebody. I'm picking Mike. Wow, Mike. That's a. I mean, I like him. I just think. At a certain point, if he's still there, people are going, everybody likes Mike. And Mike yeah. can't be there. Mike's got to go. And he's a firefighter, which yeah. <laughs> everybody loves a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going Omar. I will, uh, I'll, oh, take okay. the, I'll take a Canadian this year. It worked for you taking Erica last year. Uh, you know, it's we haven't seen a whole lot from him yet, so it's uh, you, it's a shot in the dark here. I'll roll this die, but I'll go Omar. I, I, I think uh, he seems extremely likable. Of course, seems to know the game enough. He can sort of pl- probably blend in uh, to the background for a good chunk of mm-hmm. this. Maybe pulls off a little Erica. Maybe he gets the Shillelagh time <laughs> and gets to smash it. So okay, Omar, Mike, and Jenny. These are our official picks let's right. hear from everybody in the live tribe everybody listening later on apple or spotify tweet at us at no dunks inc uh, your survivor 42 winner who's gonna be the sole survivor people are saying somebody was saying they were like i don't want to spoil anything i love how they uh put that as the start of their comment but apparently this season is amazing. jeff probes must have been in the live tribe. that's a probe jeff yeah and I, so I was like, "What's next? The next season of The Bachelor is the most dramatic year." Uh, <laughs> no, okay, but I mean, who knows if this is true? My gut says we lost a lot of big characters in Survivor 41 pre-merge. That's true, right? Like some big, big JD, B. Yeah. Walton. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm forgetting a couple even. And uh, Sydney, we lost. Yeah, yeah, early. which is right around there at least. People. I think our biggest characters are going to be in this for a longer run. This mm-hmm. is my my weird prediction. So this, you know, could make for a great great season here if some of our favorites or the notorious, you know, uh, players out there they're just around longer. That's what I'm going. Who are we, who are you, who are you thinking here? Like uh, well, Marianne? I would say Marianne is Fan I think going to be around for, sure. for a while. I'm I think Mike. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's tough. I guess that's a silly thing to say because they all seem pretty likable right now. I think Tori's going to be here for a long time. I do too. too. Yeah, I think she's going to stick around After a rough, for a rough while. start, I think she'll 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 bounce back. And sometimes that works in your favor on Survivor of like, totally. You're such a huge, like. Rub people the wrong way. They're, they're like, yeah, keep yeah, you around. Keep we you can around. get you out at any time we want. Exactly. We'll always be able to rally the votes. But she also seemed well liked enough. Yeah. For the other people on her tribe to get the votes to go her way. So maybe her therapy work is working. We will see. We will see. Okay, let's call it there. We're going to try and make these episodes of No Buffs a little shorter this season. (laughs) Uh, We're sort of already failing at that. But uh, again, get in all of your questions and comments at No Dunks Inc. on Twitter or email them in nodunksattheathletic.com. Of course, you can leave them in the YouTube comment section too. And if you're new to No Buffs, help us out like and subscribe to no buffs on youtube and if you listen to the podcast on apple or spotify of course uh leave us your boy leave your boys excuse me a five-star rating and review okay well i guess we we gotta blow this out yeah the tribe is spoken let's try it again all right and uh and and with that the tribe is spoken (laughs) oh that worked Uh, really well (laughs) all right we'll see you next week here on no buffs 
Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.